Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Oh, Jess, I'm so good. I just dropped uh, three dimes on, uh, I don't know, some (laughs) sports betting. (laughs) Can you be, would you like to be more specific or do you just want to keep it to that? Um... Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest with you, Survivor's starting very soon, and I think that's pretty probable that people can be dropping some dimes on Survivor drafts. But is it okay? Wait, a dime is a thousand dollars, right? That's what we learned. Fourteen dollars and fifty cents. Fourteen dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, that was drop. That was gambling Dan, our bookie. (laughs) Yes, we have to bring in gambling Dan. Well, funnily enough. We do have a, a, a episode entitled Angela's Men. And so these are the shit 90 shows men of this episode. We had to bring in two men to discuss these episodes because obviously we are not qualified to talk about such manly man things as dads and uh, lots and lots of football. And Just, so we, it's not we, my fault I don't have a dad anymore. <laughs> So we've brought in the Lonely Boys, uh, Maddie and Brendan. How are you guys doing? Hey. That, oh, that was it. I was gonna. <laughs> I, figured, I, I was gonna do that while you were talking. So what, I feel like I feel like I'm always stepping over you. So I was gonna let you actually get the first word in this time, but that's fine. Yes, we're here. We're hey, here. yes, we're here. Oh, how you doing? Oh. <laughs> it's the Lonely Angeles men here, ready to talk about all the manly things like yes, ROTC yes. and football and dropping dimes. Yeah, I just got done dropping some dimes on uh, some sports betting. Oh, how many? Uh, whatever Sarah was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so three, three dimes. Brandon so just like, copied. I just my copied bet. Just doubled the bet. Yeah. Well, I was doing what Eric was doing. 
to yeah. Jack. <laughs> yeah, just piggybacking yeah. on and then yeah. adding a lot more. Adding a lot more. <laughs> he and also then bought a really nice bike. Pre-buying. <laughs> pre-buying. You're, when you don't know where the money's coming from, you should not be buying the nice bike. But it just gave like, him a nice Italian accent. <laughs> Which I, I also have to add, I did that Italian accent all dinner long tonight because I made ratatouille. And <laughs> fiance of the pod was pissed that I was doing the exact same Eric accent for like is a she, half Is an she hour. also the fiance of this pod or just our podcast? Well, we were representing the Lonely Boys today, so I oh, have to okay. you know, yeah, right, keep okay. it canon. So. Step yeah. fiance today. Hashtag keep it canon. <laughs> yes, we are, we are Angela's men today. Exactly, exactly. And um, of course, we're here to cover two episodes. We got Angela's men and no such thing as a sure thing, um, a.k.a. the episodes where everyone gets back together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really. A lot of making out in that one. Were these two picks because the same exact thing happened in both episodes for two different It's kind of ridiculous (laughs) that they are like the same, I mean, not the same storyline, obviously, but the same ending of both of them. Um, And I have to say, you couldn't pay me enough to be Ryder Strong or or Trina, like either of them in the second episode and having to consistently touch <laughs> mouths with another human being for like they, hours upon hours. They said, how are we getting our paycheck this week? And they're like, you're just going to make out with each other. That's it all week. And that that's it. And that's, we're going to pay you to yeah. do that. And then you're going to clock out. Yeah. Sarah, we talk about makeouts a lot on the show in Dawson's oh, Creek. Yeah. How, like these are terrible kisses. Am I right? Really? They were closed mouth. <laughs> yeah. like, mm, I think they're comically bad. Like, you know, I think also the, the the chapstick stuff. I think maybe was ad libbed because they actually needed chapstick yeah, actually after needed. just rubbing each other. Yeah, I remember when I was eighteen and I, you know, you just make out all the time and your lips are fucked. I remember Man, those we had days. different eight, 18 year old. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have like this new working theory that Ryder Strong is full senioritis in seventh season because okay. he's just got the sillies. <laughs> he's got the sillies yeah. like our old sean who is like plagued by despair is no longer he's like having fun these these mm. seasons so he's like senioritis mode so if he just has to show up and not have any lines and just makes out i don't think writer strong is complaining yeah, i think that's that. true that's a big reason why I love the the later seasons of the show because it seems like everyone is just down to have a good time and be silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait. Even like the dead um, dad lines and the mother leaving lines were like kind of comedic. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, so Matt, you like pre-requested these episodes yeah. like a year ago. <laughs> no, <That's right>. like <laughs> maybe not a year ago, but a while ago, like, two seasons ago. Why these episodes? So it was particularly the first one we're going to talk about Angela's men. Um, I, I, as soon as I didn't get my favorite episode of the series and then wow. there was Sean, I said, I can't let that happen again. I need to get the episode, whichever episode it is where Eric is, is in disguise stalking to you, know, because- you know, what's great is that when I was watching these, I always think about the guests that requested them and I'm watching this episode and I was like, these motherfuckers, the only reason they want these episodes is because one Eric gag. is a fucking 100%. complete lunatic. 100%. I remember me and my roommate in sophomore year of college used to watch like this episode for whatever reason this episode was just on abc family all the time and we would literally and i think at a certain point i started bringing in my my dvds of the show just so we could watch this episode and all of the Eric scenes <laughs> they are so absurd and they get more and more absurd and we would just lose it it is it's one of the funniest things that's ever, ever happened like how much show. do you think they actually spent on eric as a tree <laughs> like it's so ridiculous and none Billions. of it makes sense like randomly there is just a painting in the classroom at one point <laughs> And then Eric is a part of the painting. 
can we go around the room quick and uh, say which are which of our favorite Eric disguises were? My my, that, my personal that's favorite a fabulous was idea. the um, the tea party looking outfit with the big hat. <laughs> I love the big hat. <laughs> it is a good yeah, one. My my favorite is definitely the painting, just because mm-hmm. like when he's like. You have a big head. For some reason, that <laughs> you large, line. You have a very large head. That cracked me up in like <laughs> such a stupid way. And then she pinches so his ass. Yes. <laughs> Eriko's method for these, like he does not break character at all. He's just straight face talking to paintings, telling them they have large yeah. heads. He's he's chatting up the women when he's having tea with them. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my favorite is got to be the, the tag at the end where they couldn't even yes. get through it because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's my like. Famously, my dream job would be to be an actor on a successful sitcom, and it's for reasons like this where they all just look like they're having such a good time. <laughs> I, I love blooper reels. This is like the only time an episode ends with just bloopers just because bloopers. they could not get, get this scene down. You don't even get I, the actual scene. No, it's and we see like five separate takes where they just cannot keep it together. It's so funny. I love that scene too because I just think that it's really really entertaining to watch the actors just break and the yeah. reason why they didn't show the full scene was that they literally could not get through the entire scene they, it was impossible <laughs> for them so they're like I, the producers had to be like all right we're just going to do a bloopers reel right. then because it's <laughs> Which just works for me. too yeah. funny and i love it i love that um i i love even now like the first time that i watched this episode back in this rewatch and uh they're on the couch i still did not see eric there <laughs> not until they pan it over and uh to me either, like, honestly yeah oh, really? I, I saw the lumpy couch and immediately remembered what scene we were in because it just looks it looks very uneven if you watch it yeah but i just again like the the amount of money they spent to make eric look like a part of the couch <laughs> and then i will say because i watched this episode quite a few times like before we're recording today and every time i would always look towards um trina because she like if you look everyone else is dying Ryder strong is like absolutely dying you know <laughs> um but trina by the end of it looks so pissed off like can we please just <laughs> like, get Jesus this Christ, fucking bitch. take <laughs> she just wants to go to bed she's like she's like i'm a 30 year old woman i need to go home and take care of my kids exactly. <laughs> i've been making out with sean for like 12 hours can i please go home exactly exactly she has like two children and she's like i i'm over this like it's yeah. time for me to go and she got like bonked in the head by the, the couch cushions like <laughs> this is dangerous at this point i love when yeah. Ryder strong just suggests that they take it one line at a time because they're not going to be able to do it yeah um so let's let's dive in because we're already talking about it anyway let's talk about angela's men uh where we start the episode again sarah i do love now that the girls are living together i don't like necessarily love how we arrived at this happening but i like that it is happening yeah. um and it's just like they're getting stalked um sean is stalking angela he claims to be the milkman there are no milkmen anymore and he just says cow <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very it funny very charming but- <laughs> exactly sean is really trying to get angela back especially in this episode of course and i love how angela it's 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 past the point that she's even entertaining it she's just like i've told you a million times i'm over you and he just keeps trying and trying um 
I I really love Trina and Angela in this episode. Probably our best Angela episode ever. Wow. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I it feels something about Rachel, it feels like she's uh, far too comfortable with stalking because <laughs> she has two separate lines where she first says, It's adorable how he's stalking you, and then says that you have to admire his persistence, which I feel like we might be teaching yeah. some of the wrong yeah. lessons here. I'm a little <laughs> concerned for Rachel, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> like what her relationships have looked like, where she's yeah. like, This is acceptable behavior. Mm-hmm. Um I love that so- we get uh Corey and Sean both being like pathetic Corey mode too at the same exact time. Cause we get so many different seasons of Corey doing yes. this, but now having them both, both best friends do it together. I really love that. Yeah. And so she finally answers the door and he's like, can I just tell you one thing? And she's like, you say whatever you want, as long as it doesn't contain the words I love or you. And he goes, I love her. You too. <laughs> I remember that line very well. <laughs> so good. He's like, I live here now. Uh, in the hallway. Uh, and so she closes the door in his face and then they hear knocking again. And she's just like, I told you, I don't want to see you. And she opens the door and it's her dad uh, just standing there. He's like, why is this boy lying in your doorway? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do we think of Angela's dad, Sarah? This is the first, obviously we're seeing him. This is the first we're hearing of him. I don't even know that we have heard prior to this episode that she's a military brat. Uh, so yeah i'm not quite sure it's actually not the first time we've seen this actor in boy meets world we saw him as a professor in uh the episode where sean shows up to college he was the philosophy professor um oh my god yes yeah so i love how they just decide that they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want and they don't care about consistency right this is what it is that's what i was confused by the scene because when he walked through the door i was like why is the professor here <laughs> Makes no sense. What continuity? Who cares? Yeah, yeah continuity's for suckers. So uh Angela's dad's great. I'm a little afraid of him. He's kind of he's very tall. Very insanely tall. tall. He powers he, over writers. He, he makes Sean look like a little boy. Yeah, he really does. Um, <laughs> and it's you see this guy and you see that he's like um very, you know, militaristic, obviously, making people call him sir. And you would assume that like He's going to hate Sean. He is going to like forbid them from ever seeing each other. Like that's typically what happens in sitcoms. Like the dad does not like the boyfriend and the more like hardcore he is, the less of a good time the boyfriend's going to have. But Sean wins him over immediately, like with no effort somehow. Like it is crazy how fast they get along. And by the end, he's like ordering Angela to get back together with him. (laughs) That's That's to Sean's charm. I mean, Sean charmed me. Sean charmed all the girls in the 90s. Um, So it's just Sean. Like people love him. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I do think. Again, I think there's there her father does a lot of great things in this episode, but there are also many things where I'm like, bro, like back the fuck up. Like yeah. <laughs> what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> You're too involved in this. Um, but we find he's out so he's, invested in their he's, relationship. He's too, he's too he invested. hasn't talked to his daughter in years. And then he, and then he, he just shows here. up and he's like, I and know he comes here unannounced and is like, by the way, I'm like teaching an ROTC recruit course at this college now. For, I, yeah, for a day. <laughs> you didn't yeah. know about this. But yeah, I'm he's not even here to see her. Place. He's yeah. here specifically for the ROTC program. But also, uh, I can't leave unless you get back together with your boyfriend, whom I adore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I do love the, uh, the running gag of like, you call me sir um and so like they both run off uh and so he's like oh so what's the dear what's the story with the boy matt uh and she's just like story's over and he's like well he doesn't seem to know that she's like that's his problem by the way here are my best friends topanga and rachel we're swiftly switching the subject here (laughs) um and i i like 
okay i know the rotc thing is like tricky right but like I, it's like part of me is like i hold it slightly against angela's dad that he's um, as soon as he meets topanga and rachel he's just like hey rtc program also has spots yeah. for women yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like believe it or not you guys can do this too does anybody actually know what rotc stands for because rachel cannot- ought to chill <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what kind of question is that? Oh, <laughs> man. I'm a podcaster. I don't even look it up. Uh, yeah, I, I could not be bothered to actually figure out what it actually meant. But yeah, Rachel has to chill is good enough for me, I suppose. Yeah, I have no idea what it actually stands oh, for. I have absolutely no, no idea. No. Uh, but yeah, Rachel ought to chill because she keeps asking about Angela's mom. And it's... Faux pas. Yeah, like, like girl, she's putting her read repeatedly. She cannot read the, read the like, room. She does every time mention she how, goes for it. And she mentions like how Angela never talks about her. So like maybe that should be a clue to not bring yes. her up. Yes. And so her dad <laughs> is finally just like, no, it's fine. Like uh, we're not together anymore. And she's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so Angela says like the reason she doesn't want to talk about it is because of Topanga, which is a lie, but it seems like she's just using Topanga as like a very easy out to be like, Topanga's parents are going through it. Like, we don't Mm -hmm. need to talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to help you get over Sean. Well, I'm going to help you get over Corey. And I do love the, in this, like Sarah, these are the kind of moments where I'm like, okay, I kind of believe Angela and Topanga are friends is when they do this like back and forth where they're like stepping a little bit higher than each other. Um, yeah. It felt very like best friendy because I don't often get those vibes from them on the show. Mm. And this felt like specifically that vibe. I, I don't either. And I think it kind of speaks to how the actors are feeling towards each other in the moment. We've heard you know, oodles of stories back in the day. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked, I think that bringing in Rachel and having the three women live together is really helping the story that they're actually friends because yeah yeah yeah, Matt so like aside from that before that like it was really hard to believe that they were best friends yeah I I agree with what you're saying and I thought that in this episode specifically Topanga and Angela had kind of a uh, a cute friendship in this one Mm -hmm. can you guys remind me quickly how they did get this apartment women so they basically they (laughs) come back to college after like topanga and Corey are like they haven't seen each other in a few months as Mm. unbelievable as that is that doesn't make any sense (laughs) and so then topanga and angela well topanga ends things with um Corey, and angela refuses to get back together with sean and they don't want to be in the dorm right across the hall and jack and rachel break up so and eric isn't even living there anymore so at that point rachel is just like oh i assume jack is moving out i'm gonna invite the girls to live with me even mm. though it was a misunderstanding and jack was gonna have eric move back in with them uh, okay that's, so that's where, where is eric living the the student lounge he's in the, he's the, the couch fuck? No. <laughs> yeah so that's the biggest mystery is that jack and eric are kind of homeless right now yeah. Well, when we have dinner with the family, yeah, we see Jack, Jack is over dinner for dinner. Yeah. So maybe they live at home with the Matthews. We, we have no idea. They were living in Feeney's car for a hot second <laughs> and eating like spaghetti in the back seat. Um, they had talked about living in the dorm, which is kind of weird and creepy. Oh, they like- moved into. Um, they actually Angela and Topanga's dorm. Okay, because I didn't, I couldn't remember if they like okay. solidified that or if they were just like wrestling that. Yeah, guy remember that with room. the Backstreet Boys poster. That was a massive Backstreet Boys poster. <laughs> um, also, Feeny in this episode with Eric cracks me up because I feel like we, I don't remember what happens when, but I remember Feeny being a huge mentor for Eric for the longest time and like him loving Eric so much. In this episode, mm-hmm. he's like, 
I don't know what to do with this fucking kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it feels like, like as of here. season seven, he's he's officially lost he's it. So like Feeney is like so done. Like yeah. they even got Feeney calling doing like the Feeney call to Eric in the like <laughs> yes. premiere. Okay. And we were like, Feeney has fucking lost his mind. Like he has actually lost it at this point. Uh so he's definitely he's he has senioritis too, Feeney. Right. <laughs> he's done. Can you imagine William Daniels is probably like, I'm just tired i just want to have some peace and quiet please yeah so uh on to the reason that matt wanted this episode where we have eric and jack <laughs> sitting staring at topinka and rachel and he's just like i can't let it go she beat me up and we get this like little thought bubble <laughs> a little of, thought bubble pops up of the prior episode where to paint where we saw sarah and i raked this scene over the fucking coals where there's like the girls are beating up jack and eric and eric is just like so upset by this that he has to have his revenge yeah, what is he gonna do though is he going to beat her up <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, it's yeah it's like he doesn't know what he's gonna do when he actually catches her but he just yeah. he just needs to catch her like and eric matthews he, he's He's never been a hugely vengeful person, but it is all of a sudden his entire personality in this in this one episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Then this is when um, Angela's father gets introduced, and we find out that Feeney served in the Navy. Um, that's uh, apparently he served in the Navy, and I don't. This is news to us, Sarah. Like I don't ever remember hearing oh, this from okay. Feeney. Yeah, this is. I mean, right, Sarah? Can you recall him ever mentioning this before? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so what either. Life, what life Feeney has led. <laughs> oh yeah, England doesn't have a navy. You liar. <laughs> Which they do. They have the royal of navy. Of course, because it's fucking England. <laughs> he was so proud of himself though when he said that. Yeah, uh, I, we, we have to point out Feeney. again that Eric and Topanga are inexplicably attending the same college. Like I can't. <laughs> I will never be able to. Topanga, who got accepted to Yale, is is attending the same college as this moron, this like literal idiot who cannot yeah. do anything. Yeah, and uh, this Jerry, rate, and Jerry Mungo gonna... too is the same school as Topanga and, and Jerry Mungo. And I love that Feeney just hangs out in the lounge with everyone. Like we don't see any other teachers in there. Like Feeney, for as much as he hates these kids, he is he hanging out in the lounge with all of them. Well, they even made a joke of it on like the premiere where they're like, "Oh, you have Feeney for every class again." Yeah. Yep, me too. <laughs> it's, like, it's so stupid. Um, but they're like the way that uh, the way that Angela's dad's gonna hook them is by asking, like, oh, "Is anybody else like unhappy with the way their life is going?" And of course, like everybody raises their hand. Very relatable. <laughs> Corey it's raises his hand. He's so excited to put his hand up. He's like, "Yes, me, me, it's me." Um, so he that's how he's gonna hook everyone in. Uh, but then we have uh the the I don't know what I've been told like army chant situation. Yeah, uh, like Barry's boot camp. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Sean is the only one keeping up with, decked uh, with out, any of this. Decked out in army gear already. He's got the army shirt on. I guess they all do, but um, they, they work quickly here with the ROTC, really getting people indoctrinated. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and uh, so no one else is around. He's like, where the hell is everyone? Uh, and they all went to go get burgers. Um, <laughs> Corey what? is leading the rest of the pack. Corey coming in <laughs> with the burger. <laughs> and the fish fillets, which, I mean, this does remind me of my time in winter track, Brendan. I I, I, I don't thought know. of you immediately. I thought of myself immediately. So funny. 
so you have to carve Brendan, up. Me and Brendan ran winter track together, and uh, all of the all of the meets since it was in the winter, they were indoors at this uh, community college nearby. Um, and you would have to do two events, but I would only do one, the, the shortest one, the fifty-five meter, and then I would immediately meter. leave, go down, go down this, the hallway. Also, this race literally only exists in winter track. If you do yeah. spring track, the minimum is a hundred, and he he does the one season with the shortest possible race. <laughs> How'd you get in? And oh there's no there's That's no trials or anything. Yeah. everyone yeah and then i would every every meet uh, leave immediately and go to the cafe down the hall <laughs> and get like fries and quesadillas and everything quesadillas and, come back. Big one. <laughs> and the teacher would be like gagan where's your second event i'm like this is my second event i'm eating all the quesadillas <laughs> i loved it every, it was like a bit that we did every single month when we had, we had a meet <laughs> Uh, and Eric even has this like little finger puppet that's like an army guy and he's holding it behind Angela's dad and he just grabs Eric's finger. <laughs> uh, so we see like all the guys snoozing. My favorite is Corey, whose head is on. Yes. Oh God, what are those things called? Like the, the bench press bench I guess? press. That's it. Yes. Bench press. <laughs> and his tongue is sticking out like a little like blep dog. Like what's <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Uh, Eric's in the trash can. Uh, Sean is the only one who's still working out. He's still doing push-ups. Uh, and he's like, what are you trying to prove? Uh, and one of your buddies is surrendering in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your parents. Yeah. yeah. My father's dead, sir. Uh, impress your mother then. My mother's gone too, sir. <laughs> just like she left twice. Us. two times <laughs> it's like he's like damn you have issues <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. We, we, we can stop yelling this is actually really right, fucked yeah. up <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't let him talk about this outside of this classroom where there's 10 people he forces him to stay in the middle of right. the gym and talk right. while everyone's i guess he hopes everyone's sleeping he's there in a food coma maybe yeah i think that this is the moment where he actually started to have respect and turn his feelings around on sean because Obviously, his family, Angela, uh, has a similar experience. So he's like, oh, wait, there's more to this kid than meets the eye. Yeah. Yeah, story yeah. obviously uh, obviously speaks to Angela's dad here. Yeah, I yeah. think it was, cheap, it was a cheap shot. That's why I want him over. Too easy. <laughs> it's a cheap <laughs> shot. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing like trauma binding, right? Yeah. To solidify a relationship. Well, I also think it's one of those things where I think Angela's dad's won over the moment he says, I haven't trusted a relationship since then until I met Angela. Mm -hmm. uh, and like he, the opposite and of me. <laughs> and I think back in the day, like in the 90s, it was seen as like really sweet to have like a guy who was super persistent, like Sean is being like, yeah, oh, she yeah, loves me. Sure. And now it's like creepy to have that. Like, don't speak for women. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. every, every TV show had something where like a guy was being crazy persistent with a girl and that was supposed to be very endearing. Yeah, yeah. maybe that was me like watching this through a 2022 lens because as she was saying, like, I don't love you. He's like, I believe this girl. Like, I, I don't think she really likes him at all. <laughs> I, I haven't watched a lot up to this this point in a while, but I was like, I don't know. It's very, it's, it's a very heartbreaking on him. It's a very heartbreaking conversation that she has to do again in front of all of the people yes. in the ROTC program. Yes. Yes. It's Who are like, definitely all at this point pretending to be asleep. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not acting pretend awake like you at sleep, all. Pretend like you sleep. Yeah, because she, she comes in and she's just like, oh, hey, like you're we're late for dinner. And Sean's still doing push-ups and she just kicks him. And she's just like, I don't care if you impress my dad. Like, I don't care if he likes you. It doesn't change how I feel. And again, Sean in that early 90s way is like, I know how you feel, Angela. And she's just like, uh, her dad's like, he says you love him. And she's like, I don't, I don't love you. And I love her dad saying, I'm extremely uncomfortable. Because <laughs> <laughs> I also was, so I totally related to that. Yeah, like, just, just surrounded.
surrounded by a group of people hearing your ex-girlfriend say, I don't love you. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. And Angela's dad is like, and I'm taking Sean's side because obviously he's the one that, that knows this relationship. He just turns to Sean better. and says, Sean, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, so yeah, she says, I don't love you. I can't love you. Um, and, uh, it's like, I feel like this is the moment where we figure out something else is going on because Sarah, like the way yeah. they made it seem in the premiere, when she tells Sean, she can't, she doesn't want to be with him. They make it seem like it's because of what Topanga says. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's, so it's not bad at all. No. So I'm glad that at least the show knows that there's an actual reason why, Angela doesn't want to be with Sean. I, like we didn't know until this episode, but at least the show probably knows. It was on where one of their stickies, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get yeah. to it eventually. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to it. That's a, it seems like a good. Oh yeah, seriously, this it took this long for an Angela backstory episode. Yeah, it's like what stickies took precedence over this? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Uh, I need so to know who came up with the with the sticky for the Eric storyline. That's what I make it awards, to know. all the awards. <laughs> Absolutely. I like to imagine Will Friedle came up with it himself, just because it feels so. like he would. <laughs> um, he actually showed we... up to work just dressed as a woman already. <laughs> he had the, he had the, he had the tree idea. outfit already on <laughs> yeah. hand, ready to go. Uh, speaking all of which, costumes the past ten years. <laughs> we're in the student lounge, and we get the familiar like Eric be creeping music, and he's like poking his head up behind a painting on the couch as everyone's just <laughs> studying and as she goes over to get a drink at like the cafe he's dressed as a woman All like of a drinking sudden, tea. at the table it's so <laughs> stupid i love it how are the other girls like not freaking out like are they in on this <laughs> and for me the thing that really cements it as being funny enough to work are the facial expressions yeah. that Eric yeah. yeah. yes some um, <laughs> award-worthy like physical and facial comedy from wilfred l in this episode I, for, when I was first watching this, I was like, this is so stupid. And then I think I I fully went in. I was like, you know what? I know it's stupid. Now let's get beyond that. And let's yeah, you, actually you give it enjoy up. it yeah. Yeah. for what it is. You know, we know it's nonsensical. We know it's ridiculous. So let's enjoy um, Will Friedel and Eric just being a nutcase. And just going, let, let down those walls. Exactly. exactly. And I feel so yeah. free. <laughs> well, Sarah, and you, you know what it is it. we talk about how Ryder strong really thrives in like the dramatic stuff he gets to do will friedel is having the fucking time of his life in these moments <laughs> and that's Driving. all we can that. ask for right that's all we can yeah. ask for is that our actors are actually having fun yeah um so sean comes in dressed for the army and angela's <laughs> just like excuse me like did you do this for me and uh Corey's like i'll support you no matter what um, I'll I'll join the army if, if fight right beside you, Corey and Sean. Oh, he's like, don't don't make me go. Like the noises are like really scary though. Yeah. Also very relatable from Corey. Yeah. Like, Sean has gone from like a novice to completely uniformed and ready to go to the army in a very short period of time. Yes. Eight minutes to be in episode time to be exact. And like, I don't know, joining the army because he doesn't have Angela anymore does seem like an overreaction. <laughs> yes, very much so. It does. But Is I would say, like, the ROTC people that target uh, oh, yeah. kids in college and high school totally. – Sean is such an easy mark because oh, yeah. he yeah. doesn't really have family and he would thrive in a structured environment like yeah, his that. His reasoning makes total sense, yeah. Yeah. yeah Sean, Sean's the dream the dream target for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I do love Corey being like, please, like, please, I just, I don't really want to go. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'll do it for you. Let's get on that deck. 
He's like, I don't like the loud noises. <laughs> the noises. The noises are just too much. I can't. Everything else, I'm cool with. Corey's, Corey wouldn't wouldn't make it. No, he wouldn't make it out. Would. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, definitely in the flat fee. He would get out from that. But he's just like a wuss. He would not yeah. be able to. I don't think that he would be able to shoot a gun. I think it will like no. throw him back too far. Absolutely, yeah. He's this is what we love. We just love old Jewish man, Corey. Absolutely. <laughs> that is best. And Eric tries to sneak attack Angela's dad um, from the pool table. And he just, he just, he just flips him. Just straight up flips him <laughs> over the shoulder. Yeah, not a good sneak attack. Yeah. <laughs> no, he hasn't mastered that yet. I, I truly love when Angela's dad screams at him and Eric just laughs and says, wow. <laughs> I feel like that would be my reaction. Yeah. You are a disgrace to this uni- university, to this country, and to humanity in general. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and Rachel like seem to be the only people noticing how absurd Eric is and like Jack's job is just to react to it all episode and Rachel yeah. doesn't even like do anything like they're, no. they're the only ones noticing how weird Eric is yeah they're just like this this feels right you know yeah. this seems usual for him <laughs> Jack's like I told him to get help like I don't know I don't know what's wrong with him yeah <laughs> this like, is hey. the one the one joke that did, got an eye roll out of me though when he drops and gives him a $20 bill I'm like all right Right. Unless, unless the yeah. character himself like was doing a bit, but as as a as a TV show, I'm like that was not good. It's a good, no. It's a good time to ask: Is Eric Matthews really this dumb, or right. is he just very funny and doing bits all the time? I think. Eric I think Matthews, in, yeah, the blooper kind of proves that. In the second episode, I started to think like maybe Eric Matthews is just kind of a comedic genius actually, and he's just yes. going so far with this character. Right. That's why that last scene like I mean, ends we might have it. to have that conversation when we get to place with squirrels because it well, could be possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened yet. Oh my god. <laughs> no, not yet. Yes, I think that our job in season seven is to be Eric Matthews. PR firm and to rebrand him to be like an idiot savant. Okay. Mm. That sounds like a fun job for us. Yeah. I really did have that thought in the second episode that maybe this is all just a bit to him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not going to be fun if you and I are just all scenes and like, oh, Eric's so dumb now. No. Like, I think that we need to be staunch, like, Eric defenders from yes, now that, on. That's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So enlightened. Thank you to <laughs> Eric's men. <Yeah. laughs> so Angela's dad sits down with Feeney and Corey, who are just over by the cafe. Uh, and he's like wanting to know what's going on with Sean and Angela. You know, why'd they break up? And Corey is just like, it's because of that Topanga. <laughs> Topanga. Um, <laughs> it's uh. like, don't you worry. She's nuts about me. Uh, I do love that Angela's dad talks to Feeney about this. Like he doesn't know who Feeney is, but he just knows that Feeney is the one that to go to for all of your problems. Yes, the one traumatized by this group for years. Let me have a conversation (laughs) with you. Uh, And this is when Eric comes over, um, dressed as a tree. He's literally a tree. I like the tree. (laughs) Just blending into the student lounge. Yeah, (laughs) all the other disguises did blend into their surroundings. This is. By you know far the worst one reminds me of it reminds me of legends of the hidden temple where mm. those scary guys were like masked as trees or the wall and then they like come out and like steal you do you remember this yes yep so scary jessica were you a fan of legends of the hidden temple when you're a kid i wasn't no, no i didn't i, I, I know what either. it is but what? i never really watched it okay well it was a competition show before the cbs competition shows 
came out. I and... was more of a double dare. Uh, oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. You you love the goof. I I love the goof and I love slime. <laughs> I wanted to see people get slimed. Hell oh yeah. my gosh! Did I ever tell the story how one year? Um, I was watching Nickelodeon on New Year's Eve and they were like, at midnight, there's going to be a big surprise. You have to stay up and wait, you know, kind of shit like that. They want you to stay up later. But as a kid, I was so determined to stay up at midnight because I was convinced something was going to come through the TV and that was (laughs) going to be my big surprise. So I was like so (laughs) determined. I remember staying up in my parents' bedroom watching the tv waiting i think i thought that i was going to get slimed of course through the tv of course what happened was some other celebrities or nicktoons people got slimed i uh-huh. it was probably the first time in my life that wow, i felt so very let down by television wow. you never wow. watch nickelodeon again <laughs> and i never watched it again the tv going sarah you better stay up we're gonna slime you <laughs> i was so convinced i thought i was gonna get slimed through the television stupid moron kid yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and, so, and this is because I didn't have like Santa Claus or like the Easter Bunny or like this is like the time. one thing that oh, I had. Yeah. I, I once stayed up till till midnight to try to meet Santa Claus, and all I heard was my mom's alarm clock going off. That's oh, cool. oh, <laughs> oh man! So had been telling me for years that Santa doesn't exist. How old were you when you heard it? Uh, too old, probably. Too old, okay, probably. good. <laughs> but I don't feel bad for you as much anymore. Brendan, why were you? It was why last are you year. Trying to release. <laughs> I was just trying to spread the good gospel of from (laughs) how from how young uh I was probably five when I went down to my computer room and saw just a pile of presents it it wasn't even on it was not on me at all I wasn't snooping around my parents just like (laughs) were terrible hiders like I I go in this room (laughs) why'd you You guys aren't even trying (laughs) (laughs) so there's two types of people in the world like I probably learned that Santa wasn't real around that time um, maybe a little bit younger because I'm Jewish. And then there's you who like, you know, it got revealed to you early. I was a good person and friend and told nobody. And I kept that mm. secret. It seems unfair to force you to do that. <laughs> a lot of That's a huge secret me. for a bunch yeah. of little You're like, geez, Santa's not coming. And I have to keep this fucking secret. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan's approach is just let me tell everybody. Especially Matt. I didn't say much in school that young, and then like the the contempt in his face when it would come up, and he'd be like, "You guys believe in that shit? Are you kidding me?" Fucking (laughs) morons. Smoking a cigarette. Fucking losers. That's amazing. Um. So yeah. So Angela's dad talks to Feeny about Sean, and uh, Feeny does say that uh, Sean has overcome every obstacle life has thrown at him and grown up to be one of the finest young men I know. And of course, Corey being a Leo and absolutely infuriating just goes, what about me? <laughs> yeah, Corey's what just there me? at the table with, with like, was Corey dining with <laughs> Feeney? No like, what was happening? It's just Corey, Feeney, and Angela's dad just talking about <laughs> Sean Hunter for some reason. <laughs> this is the new trio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> background just doing her homework. Like, why is she a background actress at this point? <laughs> and uh and so yeah he's like i've never seen any him as happy as when he's uh with angela and her dad's just like i thought that angela felt the same way and Corey's like well she ran away uh, and she's like topanga she's poisoned <laughs> <laughs> you can't like, get enough of Corey saying the word topanga it's, it's so always good, good. No, you it always is good it is. yeah uh and so yeah so he's just like um 
uh he's like yeah i don't i don't i don't hate or don't hate her she's my problem i love her so much but poison she is <laughs> yeah Corey's clearly gone insane as well <laughs> oh yeah. yeah by the seventh season they've written him into this place where he's an absolute lunatic everyone has become a caricature of who they previously were <laughs> right. and Corey, it. who previously just like casually liked attention is now like a fucking succubus who's just like all <laughs> the attention all the time <laughs> yeah yeah he's a monster um i'm the penguin now and topanga walks by and she goes up to the cafe again and this time we see eric (laughs) with his face just like (laughs) he's behind the deli counter right yeah like his face is smushed up against the glass and he has like a pig nose like (laughs) (laughs) you gotta love a pig nose it's been funny since we were little it's still funny yeah. I hope that he cleans the glass because I know that his little <laughs> nose made smudges. Yeah. I don't think Eric has time to to clean the glass. He's no, got to get his next disguise. His next right. Yeah. He's got to get the pitchfork ready. I oh, that say, was a big one. To anybody who hasn't rewatched this episode, you need to rewatch this moment where Feeney says, like, don't let your daughter go anywhere near him. And Angela's father's like, yeah, obviously. In the background, Topanga is looking at Eric with the most disdain on her face that I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I do think so this beautiful. this like this I guess isn't doesn't qualify as a disguise, but like this this moment is maybe the biggest jump scare of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, this, I, we, we uh we had a great line reading from from Feeney here when uh Angela's dad is like, I guess it's weird kind of jumping into all of this and Feeney's just like, trust me, it's worse when you're here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I got a chuckle out of me. <laughs> good so we're in feeney's class and eric is again he's dressed as the farmer guy from that painting everyone knows yeah is this very famous painting always hanging up in this classroom or is no one is just no one thinking anything of it that this it can't be because it's huge painting is hanging up and everyone just walks past it and eric is laughing but like to me it very much reads as Will Friedle cannot help but chuckle. <laughs> he has hilariously found a way to insert himself into the painting as the farmer guy. Like it's genius. Eric's literally a genius. I don't know how he pulled this yeah, out. I gotta give him props too because the the way he put himself in here to me just looks like he cut out the face of the picture. But he was like fully in front of the whole yeah. picture. It was a real optical illusion. I don't know yeah, how was, he pulled it, it off. Good. Yeah, yeah, this could be an art exhibit if he really wanted it to be. Like, make something of this. This is very impressive. He tags all the people looking at the picture. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so for listeners, Matt has uh, a picture of Mona oh. Lisa in his background. <laughs> or the person. It could, yeah, this actually could just be someone someone uh, in disguise as the Mona Lisa. Yeah. What famous Arhat podcaster is actually behind you right now? <laughs> so it's actually creepy. Scally. Scally's just back there just waiting to pop up. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but I love, some of my favorite lines from this episode are Eric talking to the painting where he just, so he just goes, you have a very large head. I don't know why I married you. <laughs> Completely straight faced. Like... <laughs> And Feeney, okay, I have to ask a question because Feeney comes in and he's just like, you know what? Everybody's going to open your books and read quietly. And he literally says, and I watched this a few times to make sure I wasn't mishearing what he says. He says, Uncle Feeney has had a very trying day already. (laughs) I got that too. I was like, who's Uncle Feeney? (laughs) Try Professor Feeney. Uncle has a niece or nephew? I did not even realize. Yeah, he said Uncle. Why? So funny. Maybe he does. Maybe he considers all the the children his nieces and nephews. Remember who his actual niece is? Um, Yeah, Felicity. Felicity Kerry Russell. Check from uh, from season one. Yeah, yeah. I think it was season one or two. It was really early. 
long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the moment when Topanga walks by and uh, <laughs> Eric jumps out. <laughs> he yells, yells Yaxi and just jumps. He says, lunges. He says he's just like, I thought he said Yahtzee, but I think the subtitles had it as Yaxi. Yaxi. <laughs> and just lunges toward Topanga grabs his chest like he's about to have a heart attack. I thought that was going to be the end of him. I, oh, so that Uncle Feeny, was Uncle so Feeny's dark. going down. That's how they write him off the show. <laughs> oh, no. Uncle Feeny down. Yeah, but instead he's just like, I quit. Like, yeah. I've had I've had enough. <laughs> and you know what, Feeny, shut the fuck up. All these empty promises, you're staying right where you are. Yeah. You can't get you enough of these shit. kids. He's never going to retire. Shit. Nope. So the girls, meanwhile, have redecorated the apartment, which essentially means they've put some uh, lounge pillows out, uh, put some, you know, throw pillows, put a tablecloth over the island, uh, have like a weird bandana thingy hanging. Generally, the place just looks more colorful. Yeah. Yeah. They went to Home Goods. It's fine. (laughs) I don't think that these they have a pink and a turquoise pillow on a bright ass red couch. This is too much for me. (laughs) I don't think think I paid attention to this place at all. Because it's just a, there's a lot more like flowers and like it just looks more feminine pretty much yeah they okay. said they decorated and i just took their word for it yeah me, me said, yes you did <laughs> good job great. girls <laughs> yeah uh so angela's dad comes over um and uh, he's leaving he wanted to say goodbye he wants to make sure that uh she's all right and he asked uh sean to come with him uh and he's just she's just like you know what i'm doing great i'm in my new apartment looking forward to the next part of my life three women together yeah it sounds like a fun time it does yeah. well actually no it sounds like a terrible nice. time yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then mr mr angela's dad just like orders the women to get out of their own apartment so he can force angela to get back together with her boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> makes sense this is so stupid. I can't. And it's Sean so is like dumb. now, like fully Angela's dad's like little protege, just following right. him around in his little uniform. It, yeah. Also, like he's not going to the military anymore, but he still wears. Still the gets the uniform. He still has a name tag. <laughs> How far in the process do you have to go to get the name tag? I bet I, that the sergeant carries a label maker with him at all times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I really do think that Sean looks good in this little military uniform, but. It- just like the, it's the societal thing of oh everyone looks better in a uniform baby I yeah, the one part i don't like about it though is that there's like <laughs> a clear flaw on one of the shoulders it looks like there's two inside out pockets on one of the sides i don't know if you guys noticed that it looks ridiculous it was another thing oh I yeah fully analyzing yeah you oh, guys see it a, a is that not how it's supposed to look i don't i, I don't have one but it, it definitely <laughs> looks strange yeah actually yeah. if you've joined the military you would know that that's how they look <laughs> I'm sure yeah, Fina can tell you all about it. If Angela's dad has a floppy shoulder pocket, but I'm not seeing it. <laughs> it's on the top. Could be yeah, it's, no, it's he doesn't have a flappy shoulder pocket. See? Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Fire oh, the fire the uh, costume department. They messed up. It could yeah. it could be useful. Maybe I don't think about if you had just a humongous pocket just on one shoulder. You can fill that bad boy up with lots of snacks. <laughs> but then you'd I, lean. You'd mess up when are you going to, like, if you need much. something, <laughs> when are you ever going to reach into your shoulder pocket to get, like, that's absurd. I feel like that would actually be a good spot to hide, like, okay, pretend you're walking down a really scary street at night uh-huh. and you want to hide, like, a pocket knife or, like, pepper spray. That feels like an easy spot to be like, oh, I just have an itch. Wacha! Pepper spray. <laughs> I have an idea. Just, it's my Before life. you mug me, sir, can you just let me itch my shoulder, please? <laughs> <laughs> it could be his hat that he has looped through his... Is that a thing? 
No, I, I don't know. I'm just making don't, that up. Try, don't it's try to make up for their mistakes, Sarah. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look right. Uh, regardless, we find out that Angela's father has told Sean all about the fact that their mom left Yeah. Are you kidding? He brings up, like, the already established very delicate subject of Angela's mom. And, like, Angela's like, you can't just bring that up if, it's, if I don't want to talk about it with Sean. Like, you can't just tell people about it. Yeah. I was just like, like I don't too. understand why you didn't tell me that would have brought us closer together because like, hi, same. <laughs> I I'm actually am surprised that Angela didn't share this information with him, but I guess the point is she doesn't owe him anything. No, but... Sarah, the reason she didn't tell him this information is because the writers didn't have this information <laughs> until oh. this episode. Logic. <laughs> You're throwing logic at me. How so dare sorry. you? These are the facts. Uh, but she says, so her reasoning is like, she doesn't want to be close to him because she doesn't want to hurt him because uh, he's like, you're already killing me. <laughs> she says, I can't love you uh, because I'll leave you. And her dad, instead of letting them have this moment between like, you know, yeah. ex uh, lovers or yeah, that sounded gross coming out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> ex partners. Um, her dad steps in and he's like, no, I didn't raise a daughter to surrender. Yeah, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad for Angela with all of this. Like, she's being forced to relive it with her with her ex-boyfriend just because he's been through something similar. And now, yeah, there's that awkward element that her dad is just, like, randomly there forcing it to happen and then also, like, jumping in. <laughs> like, I don't know. What were, what were we supposed to think of this? Like, I, it's so weird. I think we're supposed to think it's sweet. I guess, like, but I, I don't know. Some disconnect here yeah. between me and the writers here. It's, it's weird to have this moment between father-daughter and also, like, ex-lovers. Ex I think they need to choose one. I yeah, think do, they do both choose, separately. I think, and I think it should be Angela and her dad, if I'm being honest. Because we've had so much of Angela and Sean that I'm perfectly yeah. fine with, like, allowing her to have a familial moment that, again, passes the Bechtel test. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Where it's like she's talking about her mother with her father and, you know, but her dad is just like, it's fine. I'm okay. This is about you. I want you to be happy. And I think, Sarah, what bothers me most is like he doesn't necessarily know that Angela actually does want to be with Sean and love Sean. He just assumes that. And so he says, right. like, how can you be happy if you're afraid to tell the man you love that you love yeah. him? Right, we just don't know for sure yet if she does. She's been saying the opposite. Yeah. And exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's an insane moment where Sean is like, uh, I forget about what, but Sean's like, why not? And Angela's dad just inserts himself to say, yeah, why not? Like, right, back up, buddy. Like, what? Are you kidding me? What's happening? Right? Yeah, like, what do you hang say? up on Angela. What is happening? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't get... I don't get the logic either of what Angela's saying when she's like, I can't love you, like, because she's going to end up leaving him or something. But, like, I don't know. Maybe she should probably, like, go to therapy for this instead of get yelled at by her ROTC <laughs> father for it. No, no, no. <laughs> this is the better Yeah. <laughs> and... Sarah, that's literally all it takes for Angela to be like, <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Well, we do know that she loves him. It's not what she's saying, but I think that's what she showed. She told Corey that she still loved him not too long ago. Um, I think that the reasons why she doesn't want to be with Sean is all fear-based, which is never good. So, but yeah, in in you know, we can only believe as much as she tells us, and she's been telling us all episode that she does not love him and she does not want to be with him yeah. up until the end where she's like, actually, yeah, I do want to be with him. And then they're yeah. together again. Yeah. And then they're in love. And then uh, Rachel says, oh, one down. Love is in the air. Uh, I won't be long before Corey finds out they're together. And then Can't it's like, 
Can't wait for Corey to adorably stalk you now, Topanga. I'm <laughs> Rachel. I just cute. love stalkers. He's already done that for like seven <laughs> seasons straight. <laughs> And then we get uh, we get the the best end credit scene. It's not even close of the entire <laughs> series uh, with Sean and Angela making out on the couch. Uh, Topanga comes downstairs and she's just like, "You're squashing Eric." And he, <laughs> I'm only asking because it's three in the morning and you're crushing Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I love they so delicately put a pillow over his face. <laughs> I'm we'll never trying to breathe me. under there. Oh man! Once I saw him get up, I was like, "How did I not see this before he got up?" He's yeah. so well He's... hidden. How did he get up? Is my question. He like he couldn't get up like, at first, and then, and then that's just what stumbles. Him up the first and time. then just stumbles everywhere. Yeah, that's what gets him hysterically laughing to begin to begin. Yeah, with. I love watching who breaks first, and <laughs> usually it seems like it's Danielle Fischel. <laughs> but um, I do think that there's like the element, you know, just the other day I was talking about how in um, Poppy's World, they said that the reason why Sean and Eric don't have a lot of scenes together is because Will and Ryder made each other laugh so hard. And like, this is the <laughs> yeah. proof. Like, yeah, yeah, this is the proof of I... why they couldn't have scenes together. Because if the two of them make eye contact, it's usually them laughing. I swear, <laughs> I'm watching, rewatching this right now. There is one of these uh, bloopers where you can literally see Trina rolling her eyes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like she's so she is fucking so, over she's it. She's the only that. one that's not over breaking. Yes. She's I love, like, I have children to go home to. I love the last one when Sean and Angela forget to get up. And, and Will, <laughs> like, you have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, crap. Yeah. It's so, uh, so charming. It's, so fun and it this is the kind of stuff that i wish they did for like honestly i would rather them do bloopers for every end credit scene i don't know if they have bloopers to use right. every end credit scene but i wish they did it more often just because i think it really brings that like it shows that like wow these group of people who've hung out for seven years yeah. are like, having fun right. on set. Yeah. yeah i love it i love a blooper reel it's like my favorite thing in the world i use yeah, blooper reels all the game? time on my favorite shows no i mean the Especially, I mean, see the first two seasons, the DVDs, they're great. They have commentaries uh, mm -hmm. of the actors. They're amazing. The season three has a little bit less special features, but still has some. And then four through seven, they just phoned it in. They have nothing on those mm -hmm. on those DVDs. For it's sure. very upsetting. But yeah, uh, those first two seasons, I have listened through all That's those commentaries so many weird. times. I would think there would even be more on the later seasons because they're actually like adults by the end of it. So they could have that, they, would have more insight. They are so over it. They don't yeah, want to be there. Yeah, exactly. I think I think yeah. everyone uh, by the time they were making the seasons four through seven DVDs, I think everyone stopped caring about uh, doing anything. <laughs> Which is so sad because I don't know, especially because like five is like the best season ever. How nice would it have been to have full commentary on all of that? It would have been. I mean, amazing. that's why. I mean, the the community DVDs. There's commentary on every single episode. I, I yeah. cannot speak highly enough about the uh, wow. the DVDs for for community. Yeah, yeah. they're really good. Um, now that now that uh, Sean and Angela are back together, let's take a quick ad break because when we come back, we got to get Topanga and Corey back together because we can't possibly have one couple together and one apart. So we will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. 
Uh, let's get into it. No such thing as a sure thing. Make out um, city, baby. Oh, so that's gross. what it should have been called. Make out city, baby. Yeah. 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 Lick, 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 lick. At a pep rally. I, I can't. Okay. I don't care <laughs> if you make out a lot at home, but if you're in a student and lounge. You're well, sitting yeah. on a chair that like people want to sit on. Go fucking suck face in your bedroom. <laughs> it's also like an incredibly weird move for Sean and Angela to ask to sit with Topanga and then just start making out with each other. <laughs> it feels <laughs> personal. Like what you do know, I, I sort of get it though because you still want to hang out with your friends or feel like you are near your friends, but you still want to suck face. So you get you get a little bit of both. You, you know you're around your pals. Yeah. In the proximity. It's, and like I can't with this this first like scene, this first this so there's like a big pep rally happening in the student lounge of all places, which is yeah. also really weird. Like go to a fucking gymnasium. It was so um, cramped in the everything happens in the student lounge. Like in the in the last episode, Angela's dad announces like the ROTC results in the student lounge. Like, yeah. right. well, like there's literally like 20 people at this pep rally. It's the saddest fucking pep rally of all time. <laughs> what, what, is, what is the budget for this season? They they only have one room to do And as we've we've established, Eric and Jack are canonically cheerleaders. For, for the football team like, <laughs> lifting, lifting people up i actually liked it because it was i felt like this was the first time that this show actually felt like they were at college because yeah. i feel like they are bare they're barely in college yeah. i disagree yeah. strongly because it's like no mention of football no mention of football no mention of football by the way rachel jack and eric are all cheerleaders um yeah. <laughs> And everyone and everyone in the school cares so deeply about football. Yes. Like Jerry Mungo is a huge deal. Their family cares about it. Like Alan's putting money on the games. Yes. Like, the only so person, cool. the only people who don't care are Angela and Sean, who are too busy making out the entire yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. And Topanga, who's too busy sulking. Uh. So I do. Yeah. I do love the great physical comedy with Eric on the trampoline. That. that <laughs> I love. Yeah. That was. I love the scene where he or the part where he's like trying to chase after the penguin, and he the penguin does this like flip, and then he tries to chase the penguin, and then he just flips. Um. He just jumps back on the trampoline. Yeah. He just bounces right back. <laughs> so right. yeah. Just not pounce. very skilled. So we have. This is apparently an old school rivalry between Pembroke and the Amish. Just the Amish, not the even Amish. like a school. Just it's called not the a school, Amish. Yeah, it's just a group it's of Amish people. Which I think lets us know that uh, Pembroke is not in any kind of division. <laughs> like they are just this is, this is a just club like football against people on the streets. <laughs> well, I mean, they are they are in Pennsylvania, but like at the same time, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, they, the have, they have a football game against uh, Jedediah's bookstore next week, too. <laughs> also, why is their mascot, who's a giant penguin, called Pengi? They couldn't come up with literally anything else. Like, I yeah. don't know. Penny the penguin sounds sounds better. P Pengi the penguin. Petey the penguin. Pengi. Pengi. I like it. I like the Penbrook penguins. I think that's a really good mascot name. Very strong. Um, Corey should start calling Topanga Pengi for short. Oh, that's do you like the penguin Toby? What was the other one I hated? Toby. I hate Toby. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Terrible. Oh, I like it. I still like it. It sounds like Dopey. So oh. Sean and Angela go make out next to Topanga outside, which she's like not into. Uh, Eric and Jack are lifting up a cheerleader. And naturally, Eric is just looking right up her skirt, which we're yeah. like, no. Eric. And you know, I have something to say about this. I don't. <laughs> you, you can't love that he's looking up someone's skirt uh, and enjoying it. But you do have to love the see a panty. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it, yeah, That's I do funny. love that. I also love the fact that he's still wearing this fucking choker that looks like it's strangling him to death. <laughs> it's far too much. 
and we find out that apparently Jack's thing, Sarah, is he's a gambler. He really likes to gamble. I do think this makes sense. I feel like Chet is a gambler. I feel yeah. like right. it makes sense that Jack is a gambler. Rich family makes sense. Right, exactly. very, very timely because right now you cannot watch sports without the gambling aspect involved. Like they are right. hand in hand these days. Sports gambling is a little is me. What did I bet on something the other day? Nope. I'm literally thinking <laughs> of the Dawson's Creek the other day. I was, I'm literally <laughs> thinking of the Dawson's <laughs> Creek draft. So that's why yeah, I'm that happens about. to me all the time. I yeah. <laughs> I thought I was, I'm something, but it was actually just Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I was about to like brag how like I won money. Nope, I just won the Dawson's Creek draft. <laughs> yeah, she won the Dawson's That's Creek even better. Draft. It's probably more impressive. Yeah. See, when we get this this whole plot line, I think we're going to really get into just addiction in general. Just like get into his, his addiction yeah, no. with gambling, and it just becomes a big joke. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing True. is very much a joke. Yeah, I, th- uh, I thought I thought Eric was teaching him a lesson of some sort by like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get no, because he's to, like, do you have a serious crack? problem that needs my help? And Jack's like, no. And he's like, okay, great. And he hugs him. Right, but yeah. I, I think Eric maybe is sometimes smarter than he looks, and I, I was dead wrong. Yeah. Uh, and this is when we find out Pangy is Amish. What? Uh, and we get the chase scene. Yeah, he stole the playbook. How could yeah. he? They all they, the only reason they know is because he has a beard. It's like, oh my god, he has a beard. He's Amish. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the trampoline. The trampoline is truly magnificent. Like, and Will Friedle is so good at this. <laughs> yeah uh so meanwhile Corey goes to check in on topanga and he's just like look look at them look at they're making out i want to be like them uh because like we're gonna hate each other one day and i love Corey's retort of we hate each other now (laughs) that is a good retort uh and the thing i don't like is that he's like make out with me no and i I turns her back to him and he goes to kiss her and she, first of all, she said no, Corey. He says that's yeah. not going to stop me. He goes to kiss yeah, her, and she just shoves yeah, him. That is I don't love Corey. He attacks her with his lips onto Devanga at all. Like she had every right to shove him to yeah, the ground. He gets even, mad that he got even shoved. Even though she's very apologetic afterwards. Like, yeah, Corey has the nerve to say he's had it with Devanga. Like it gets very yeah. serious. He's like, I've yeah. had it with you, Devanga. Like, wait, you were just sexually assaulting her right now. Yeah. Also, the audience really turned their back on Topanga because she yes. threw him off of them and they were like, yep. ooh. Yeah. I know. That's going to be like a serious moment. And then, like, yeah, yeah, and then Corey like gets back at her by agreeing to be the mascot. Wait, okay, sure. And the audience awes at that. Like, I don't know what is Aww, happening right now. Mascot. It's so stupid. The re- and the reason, this is so dumb. It's not like he's like, I'm going to go shoot guns. I'm going to go join the <laughs> army. He's like, I'm literally going to be a school mascot. And she's like, but Corey, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Corey, don't. It's too dangerous. <laughs> you're going to knock over the tube. Like, they, they know that no one would like actually believe that Corey would join the military and if right. so they have to go super low stakes I'm going to be the mascot and jump on a trampoline <laughs> it's so stupid he's like I'm the bird do you hear that Topanga I'm a bird and this bird is flying so low the bird head is genuinely funny it is funny <laughs> as, is really ben head. as is Ben Savage's how you doing to Sean and Angela making out multiple times hey. yeah that was throughout like Feeny oh, yeah. did it too yeah. Yeah. Feeny did not deliver the line as well as not, as good. Got, yeah, not, not as good yeah not as good uh, but yeah, this has been like you were saying, Matt. We get like apparently the entire family is invested <laughs> in this stupid football game. Jack um, eats dinner at their house, first of all. <laughs> they all <laughs> crowd around the table. Yeah. And like yeah, and Alan is apparently very into the Pembroke football team. I, yeah. He knows all about Jerry Mungo. Uh he's, yeah, who's he's this also universal bookie gambling. that they all use? <laughs> Dan the bookie. Dan the bookie. All right. Yeah. And like Jack's response to uh when I think Amy says never start gambling and, and Jack has his whole like monologue does not get any reaction from anyone really. Morgan's no. the only one who's who saw it. No, Morgan's like, you have a problem, but that's yeah. it. Nobody no else is else listening to him. Alan literally starts talking to... about potatoes after that. Yeah, he, 
he was talking about his dark backstory and nobody cares yeah yeah, yeah. There's also, this is all we see of life. that family for these two episodes we just see yeah. we get this one scene that's it yeah he's a poor guy he's he's just he's on his own here uh and uh and Corey just keeps going i'm the penguin i'm the penguin <laughs> like the entire conversation me, and i'm like me. It, it's really like i i can't now the more i think of this theory the more i'm on board with the fact that everyone has turned into just like these cartoon character yeah. versions of themselves <laughs> because Corey's just like it's me hello over hello. here me <laughs> i'm yeah, a for two episodes in a row <laughs> Uh, Mas- penguin mascot costumes are a lot less expensive than you would think they are. Why are you? Oh, Ooh, how much why are, they? are you looking? <laughs> Halloween's <laughs> like, right around the corner. Huh, right around the corner. I have a really cute one for like two hundred and thirty-six dollars. But they look so oh, sweaty. Right under my budget. Yeah, that's really good. There's one where it's rap penguin mascot, and he's a cool penguin, and he has he's a rapper. <laughs> It comes with a wrap. I'm yeah, sorry. Four hundred nineteen dollars. He's a rapper. Penguin rap. What makes him yeah. a rapper? Uh, he has a gold chain. Um, <laughs> the it. universal symbol and of a rapper. He has yes. like Yeezys or like Air Jordans. Oh shit! It gets and worse the more you talk. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that's he's a cool wow. penguin. Wow. Um. Anyway, uh, Feeney comes into the student lounge. Uh, Angela and Sean, of course, are still making out. But he's Naturally. like, hey, uh, you know what, Jerry? You better get your shit together because you're not going to play if you don't pass my fucking test because I'm the only teacher in this school. <laughs> yeah. Who has morals. Yeah. Well, the only teacher in the school to begin with. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes. Rachel is also very concerned about Mongo passing. Didn't really know that Rachel was so into football as well, as is everyone in this school all of a sudden for this one episode. Yeah, she's trying to get him to study. Uh, and apparently he's a, he's a history major. <laughs> so yeah. my question is that we, we get to like, the classroom at some point and he's talking about how if he gets a 65 he passes so is his mm-hmm. overall average right now a 64 and if he gets a 65 on this test then he is passing the class oh i thought I he needed to pass the yes i think he needs to pass every test in order to in order to play i guess hmm. okay I'm, so yeah. but my, they get the impression that he's so stupid he's failed everything so far yeah right and That's he needs true. to do well on this one yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, you know what, Brendan? Try, not to, too much try not to ask yeah. too many I, I questions. <laughs> you can't look too deeply at the <laughs> show because okay. most of the times it's you got you got to squint a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I I loved when Mungo got the question like very obviously wrong, and Eric very confidently goes, "That's one, right? That's one." <laughs> <laughs> That's when I started my my theory that this has to be a bit that he's doing. <laughs> Uh, and Jack is all nervous because now he has insider information. Yeah, and uh, very sitcom with this having like he's overacting so much in this. Like, I get that's the point. Like, I get it. Right. It, it took me out of it so much. Yeah, he's biting his fingernails, yeah. he's uh, so animated and like talking yeah. to no one. Like, it's yeah, Jack's very bad. <laughs> I, 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 when, when he first came onto the show, I liked him a lot for some reason, but I, I feel like his character is just so drastically different than when we first met him, and he's just like kind of uh. A one-liner or a one-liner. He's candy. That's, that's all he is. Yeah, but his one-liners are always terrible. <laughs> so bad. Well, he calls uh, someone a gavoons in, in this in this scene, which I did not even know what a, it was a word. I know gavon. Gavon is like a a, a big eater, I think. But yeah, that Maybe is Mungo. That's what he meant. Yeah. Uh, so he calls his bookie and on a payphone. Yeah, on a payphone, and Eric says, hello, Bookie. My name is Eric. I would also like to place a dime on the Amish. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, That's when all he, you when need, he, one name. When he used that payphone, I thought uh, Adam Levine was going to answer. <gasps> oh, Adam Levine in the news. Very, very timely. Is he in the news? 
What? Come on, Brendan. All right, we're stopping down. We're stopping down. I was just making a payphone joke. No, he's on the flight. He's married. This is the biggest. Adam will be the answer to the payphone. Okay, Sarah, give us the give us the quick headline. What happened? Well, okay. So as we all know, Adam Levine of Maroon Five is dating Victoria or is married to a Victoria's Secret model and has multiple kids. And this OnlyFans slash tiktok slash instagram model came out the other day and said that she had an affair with him and he was sliding in her dms and they were had a year-long affair and that um ultimately i think like she stopped it because i don't know he said that the marriage is on the way out as cheaters do and what a dick the biggest thing hold on do do you want to hear the the biggest thing punchline yeah, yeah, so they stopped talking for a while, and it. she brought all of this up because recently he reached out to her again and said that she, he wanted to name his third child after her. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a monster. Yeah, so that's, wait that's a minute, wait a minute. his wife is currently pregnant? Uh, I don't know if this was like back. Or he's just like, he, he's going to hey, go baby. have a, another kid with his wife and then name the that's baby. That's what I'm going to say. Is he girl. like, hey, baby, one day I'm going to get impregnate my wife and name our child after no, you? No, I think that she was more well. recently. And then it came out today. He's denying it. Like, he's full out <laughs> denying it. Well, I, I'm glad. This is why I guest on podcasts so I can get news. Yeah. Otherwise, I would never learn anything. <laughs> I learned this by Twitter, and I I didn't even know the last part. So fascinating. Yeah, that one. That the last part is kind of the the best part. Well, it's yeah. the worst you part. You just but... can't trust men that look like that. Is the nope. deal. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Look at him. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. Anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, speaking of payphones, uh, we talk about dimes. Dime is fourteen dollars and fifty cents. Again, very confidently saying, "I know the lingo. A dime, fourteen dollars and fifty cents." <laughs> was my laugh of the episode because why would it be fourteen dollars and fifty cents? That's so the, uh, funny. There's that no logic so, there. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me. I was like, "Yeah, fourteen dollars and fifty cents. That sounds great." And, and I'm I glad. Mean, I'm, oh, sorry. Go on. No, does a thousand dollars make more sense? It makes more sense than fourteen. Well, there's yeah, a ten in a thousand. Yeah, fourteen right, fifty is just so random of a unit to so be like <laughs> but and I, I i'm glad that eric does raise the stakes because i mean a thousand dollars is obviously a lot to lose on one bet but it's not like life-changing money that if they lose so when he raised it to five thousand i was like all right the, the stakes nah, now are, I feel like i feel like appropriate now and it also like buys something with the prize money he doesn't have yet so now the stakes are really up there <laughs> yeah. uh then we have Corey, who's in his penguin costume for new who the fuck knows why there's nothing <laughs> happening he's just walking he's around the penguin penguin suit because he's paying yeah, and, and as happens Corey becomes the mascot and immediately girls start hitting on him yes <laughs> yeah. yeah uh maybe after the big game you'll see me in my dorm room uh you can you can get a tour and Corey's really like actors. are they all are, are they all the same looking <laughs> and sean takes a moment out of his very busy makeout schedule yes. to kick Corey to kick him yeah it's great yeah I, I, I totally relate to Corey in this moment i never understood when anyone was maybe interested in me um or even if it was mutual i'd I would have needed this kick as well. So Sean, way to go as a best friend. He's 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 a great best friend, Sean. But also, he knows that he doesn't. He like I mean, Topanga's right there. He's supposed to be friends with Topanga too, but I don't know. It's yeah, fine. yeah. Listen, they're, Topanga they're, doesn't want anything to do with Corey. That's, right. that's true. That's a great point. So Topanga's like on like watching all of this from like the spot behind the door. And she's all sad. So she goes and sits down to Sean and Angela who are making out. And Angela is taking like 
like kissing and then talking and then ki- it's like it's so yeah, distracting. You can take a little break from the kissing. Like well, maybe I'm wrong, say... but wouldn't kissing get boring after a while? Like yes, Ford, Sean yeah. hasn't drank water in four days. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like she she says to uh, Sean, "Give me five minutes, I'll make it up to you." When he walks away, his lips look fucking they red. Really as fuck. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> they look raw. Like, like... It just can't be fun anymore. No. No. <laughs> Uh, and it, it has to progress, like, right? Yeah, it has. Yeah. That's the issue. It has well, that's to. The thing by this point, they would be like having sex in the rooms. They wouldn't yeah. be just making out in public places. Like kissing is getting you nowhere at this point. Come on. Anyway. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Angela makes uh, Topanga feel better. She's just like, you're making your you're both mis- you're both miserable. Why are you doing this? Like it doesn't make sense anymore. Topanga admits to being unhappy. So it's like, what are we doing here? Like I I. I remembered this. I don't know when the last time I did a full rewatch was, but this was always the the Corey and Topanga breakup that like made the least sense to me. Right, because the the main reason is that Topanga just doesn't believe in love anymore. I so, guess it was just like just the one more to bring us to the end, like bring us to the last season. Yeah, you know, like we need one more. We can't just have them be happy for a whole season, right? Yep. Well, we have it. That was season four, and it was uh, a little what a boring. season that was. <laughs> <laughs> but it had the best theme song. It did. We want the drama. That's true. Um, true. Topanga really mastered the pout in this episode. Yeah. Yes. She was even pouting a storm. She even gives Angela her chapstick because she has no need for it. (laughs) Um, Sean and Angela continue making out after they've had the tiniest bit of water. Uh, they're just and again they're not even sucking face they're just pressing mouths together <laughs> it, it does look a little painful that's what i'm saying uh and and they're they're sitting on a chair they're not even sitting on like a couch for two people anyway none of this can be comfortable uh air no. comes in on his bike love that you can just ride a bike into the student lounge <laughs> ciao bella i like bike i honk at the horn why does it give him an italian accent why this is an actor choice by far because are fucking fun. Yes, that is that's why. true. That's the sole reason. Like, do I just do random accents around the house for no reason? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> what does riding bikes have bike? anything to do with being Italian? We ride bikes in Italy. He honked at a horn. Obviously, it's stupid for Eric to spend the money before he wins, but like, Eric is stupid, so that tracks. But like, what I'm more intrigued about is why the first thing Eric buys with his money is a fancy bike. It's like, was bike. it literally just the first thing he saw and was like, ooh, that costs oh. money. I'm going to have money. I need to I, buy I this. I think so, yeah. I think so too, because he bought the entire outfit to go with it. He has bike <laughs> right. on and a helmet. Yeah, where, where does he shop that he passes stuff like this in the, in the mall? <laughs> Yeah, so he's the type of person where it's like you, he, if he passes a store, he needs blinders on because he's just going to go in. Like, ooh, shiny. Like, Let me get that. <laughs> and again, I know that he must be doing a bit because I know that he can't be this dumb when he says, yeah. I've known Feedy for it's got to be 57 years now. Like, he knows <laughs> right, how old yeah. he is. Yeah. Like, he's just doing a bit. I know. I know. Yeah. It must be. I, th- I think Eric in his head chose Italian first and then went with the bike. He's like, okay, what can I think? Italian? <laughs> what's Italian? I guess bike riding. Yeah, it's a bit Let of a stretch. Yeah. And he also apparently these he says, then when I got the expensive bike and the two hundred dollar panties with the cushions <laughs> on the buttocks. Two hundred dollars for these. What? That, that adds up. Listen, he's gonna have the money, might as well. Yeah, yeah, bike accessories are really expensive. And if you're going to be really into biking and you're gonna be doing, I don't know, 30 miles he's a day on your bike. He's going to be now. Now that he's gonna yeah. be rich, he's gonna that's his yeah. new personality. You need a good butt pad for the bike, or else Listen, the butt's gonna get murdered. I'm not denying that fact. I'm just saying he's not a biker. <laughs> 
could be. Not yet. But it, I mean, 200 is a drop on the bucket for the $5,000 bike. Exactly. Fair. So he, uh, they decide, you know what? Everything's going to be fine as long as Jerry doesn't play. That's all we need. Uh, there's no way he could play. Feeney's not going to go soft. And so they come up with this plan that makes no fucking sense. Uh, <laughs> where they go for Eric goes in to see Feeney. And he says the door to <laughs> He rides his bike into Feeney's class. <laughs> Love that Feeney has no patience for Eric's Italian accent. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Feeney's just like, listen, Jerry Mungle can score touchdowns. And he's been giving a, you know what, he 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 needs to play. Uh, and Feeney's just like, you know what, he's been given a free ride. I detest it. I detest it. I can't stand it. And so uh, Eric's like, not Jerry's problem though. That's the that's the the university's issue. That's like a universal national issue. Yeah, I mean Jerry didn't ask to get like a free ride to the school. I'm sure they recruited him and offered him a bunch of stuff. And I I think he was genuinely surprised when he found out he had to pass tests as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he got paid to be there. So the thing is, yeah, he's here to play football. He's not here to become a right. History. Yeah, they're supposed to help fake his test scores, honestly. Yeah, I've always heard that. Exactly. Ridiculous. So Eric's all excited. He gives a little like hee 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 hee. Uh, and they <laughs> then they do this back and forth, which makes no fucking sense of how, it how goes much on is passing. So long. <laughs> Eric has so many examples. <laughs> well, I love it. Feeney just like effortlessly zings him when he's like, Oh, that's right. You wouldn't know. Like when he asks what right. passing is. <laughs> It goes on for so long with Eric asking <sighs> if various scores are passing or failing. Yeah. And just every time Feeney answers a question and then he, to himself, giggles as if Feeney doesn't have to see him giggling and asks another question. Giggles on his way out as he rides out of the classroom. Giggles on his way back in. Yeah, and so then he Eric goes back out to Jack and he's like, yeah, Feeney's, there's no way Feeney's going to let him play. And Jack's like, great, okay, let's go. And Eric's like, no, wait, no, I have one more thing I have to do. One well, more first thing. Of all, if, if I was Jack, I wouldn't have trusted that Eric like outsmarted Feeney to begin with, but he's no. just like, all right, great job, man, yeah. you did it. And then Eric's like, no, I got one more. Going back in. <laughs> yeah. well, and then he bikes back in. Yeah, and he's like, choice. just don't you forget when Jerry fails his test. And the Amish horse-drawn buggy charges against our football field in victory, <laughs> crushing the hearts of every student here. You hold your head up high, Feeney, because you held your ethics. You see, Good this for- is where I thought he wanted to lose the bet to teach Jack a lesson. It's very confusing. <laughs> I, I do like I, I do like that this doesn't change Feeney's mind. Like, I Because if Feeney did just, like, pass him, even though he didn't get a passing grade, that would be so against Feeney's character so right. I, at least Feeney for some reason this inspires him to do like he's a great teacher gotta hand it to him he does oh, yeah. the impossible and like brute forces Jerry Mungo into like yeah. passing this test somehow yeah it, this is so stupid this I mean this whole subplot is pretty dumb to begin with again feels very sticky notice of like yeah. okay we need Corey and Topeka to get back together hmm what else can we do with the rest of the cast pep rally great okay <laughs> uh and so then we get Again, uh, Rhiannon and Jed, the ones we we think the Rhiannon is good. This version of Topanga's mom is excellent. This version of Topanga's dad is terrible. No, it does not give me Topanga's dad vibes. This can't. This is bad. Of the, the three people, the best version of the three people that play Topanga's father. This is not <laughs> my favorite. This yeah, one's your least favorite. I no, said, well, we said we said uh, we said uh, the other one is our least favorite. He's I our can't, second least favorite. Yeah, I can't. I can only. I, I I know he's not my favorite. I know I'm picturing the guy that is my favorite, and I don't remember the third one. But I do know that Michael there are Keaton. Three, Michael there Keaton. Are, or not Michael Keaton. Oh my God, what's his name? Sarah. He plays Chuck in Better Call Saul. That's who plays uh, um, Michael Keaton. Michael McKean. That's who it is. Oh, okay. Asking me who characters are in freaking Better Call Saul. What a <laughs> you joke. Know, maybe you should watch it because it's a fantastic back, show. 
I have yeah. zero, um, zero interest. I will never watch it. I've got your back, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I will never anyway. watch that show. Okay. Uh, he played you know, the second version and he sucked. Okay. Not that he sucked, but he doesn't right, right. make sense as the role. So they're like, you know what? Now's the time. Now's the time. I gotta tell. I gotta tell Topanga <laughs> that I fucked somebody else we besides had, her mother. at her dorm because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This could have been done anywhere else. Like Topanga could have been home for this. Like they have to go to her apartment at school to, to but, fill her in on this. I also love how confident he is that she's gonna love him even more afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite is how we skip the entire scene. Yeah. She's yeah. just yeah. like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she just like hugs her mom and she's like, go. And he's like, I love you, sweetie. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> it's like it's I did so it for stupid. You. I did so it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sapanga's like, did you know? And her mom, so savage. Yeah, honey, I knew. He was just so happy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, and she's like, why didn't you tell me? It's like, well, do you normally tell your daughter? Like, oh, by the way, your father was fucking around on me. Like, I right. guess you could. Well, but... they spent the entire maybe. summer together, yeah, Jess. You know they didn't tell her, and it caused her to break up with Corey. So now exactly. look what they've done. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, she broke up with Corey because she thought that love was dead because her parents love each other so much and they still didn't work out. But the thing is, is, like, there are people who get divorced without cheating having been involved. (laughs) That's the the only way. I mean, no, but that's why Topanga, (laughs) to her, it's more digestible if there's a cheater because if there's no cheating, then Topanga's like... Then love just doesn't exist. Yeah, like, Mm. it can just evaporate out of nowhere, the love. The so that's point. But it still doesn't it still doesn't make sense because the season finale last season, we were we were supposed to believe that her parents were just like really not getting along. Like to me, it was more of like they actually fell out of love and they hated each other. And now they're trying to be like, well, they still loved each other, but her dad just went and fucked around on her mom. Yeah, I I don't know. And it, like Topanga's saying she doesn't want her and Corey to ever hurt each other like her parents did, but then like so what's her plan? She's just never going to date anyone anymore? Or is she just going to find someone that she doesn't mind hurting? Like, I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, just... not a, it's not a long-term plan. Yeah, it's uh, it's all so stupid. But Topanga's like, I don't like him anymore. And her mom's like, neither do I. Except I do. And so do you. He's your father. And she's like, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, and but I do love her mom saying, uh, after you cut his head out of all your photos and smash everything he owns and cry hysterically for three months, you eventually get irrational, you know? Yeah, and she'll she'll get over it eventually. Yeah, and she says you shouldn't let what happened between me and your dad affect things with Corey. Um, but she's just like, you know what? I may not be a wife anymore, but I'm your mother. It's like. <laughs> Okay. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is I mean, this is why I never understood why people put like so much stock into their parents' relationships. Like, I don't maybe I'm just a special person, but I never thought like, well, if my Very parents special. gonna make it work, then <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I am, because I never thought Maybe you know, you're the Corey of this four. You're I the am. like yeah. I'm it's special. All me. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> if my parents can't make it work, then I'm sure doomed as well. Like I don't, parents suck. Stop caring so much about them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, just, just don't do just shit. do your own thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like are uh, your parents still together? No, haven't. Been, okay, haven't been yeah, so we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but do you still believe in love? I, I mean, if I don't, it's not because of anything that happened with my parents. <laughs> Just your own terrible experience. Yeah, exactly. I base everything off of me, as I as I should. Right, because you're the Corey of this person. Because I am the Corey. Yeah. <laughs> you're my little pengy. 
no. Ew, I hate it. <laughs> and I'm uh, your Toby. So, oh, no. <laughs> beautiful. Sarah loves Any, it. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> Her mom is just like, you know what? Uh, what you and Corey have, it's rare. It's real and good and true. You shouldn't throw that away. Uh, it's just, it's all, it's all. She's like, you know what? I would never trade what I had you with your father, even if I knew it wasn't going to last. She's like, never. Yeah. Uh, you can't be afraid of what's going to happen to the future with you and Corey. Are you going to have the courage to marry him and find out? And I'm just like, I think you could have left it at like be in a relationship. With yeah, just mom. have them get back together. You know, they really don't have to get married right now. They're obviously too young to get married. No, I, they're in college. They have to get married now. <laughs> right now. I don't, I still don't understand what the rush is, but yeah, we got to get married right now. This instant. I do think it's good advice from Rhiannon because she was basically yes. like don't let my life affect yours essentially Corey's a good guy he's not your father our relationship is not one-to-one to yours so she was giving good advice exactly but yeah. I don't know great advice just... she just should have stopped just like one step short of uh, also marry him <laughs> and marry him yeah. right now um so then we're back at the pep rally time and we have the same girl flirting with Corey touching his little <laughs> penguin beak touching the beak oh is that what uh, we do in the dorm rooms when you go back to the dorm room you touch yeah beaks. Touch the beaks yeah <laughs> also gagan real quick did, do you remember me uh doing this well with the ladies when i would wear the adventureland alfie adventureland costume i remember you slapping ice cream out of little girls hands <laughs> and making them cry what <laughs> and that? running away well, I was dancing and I was uh, doing a sort of dance that my arms were flailing around a lot. And I yeah. knocked, knocked over someone's Dippin' Dots ice cream of the future. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. immediately sprinted the other way because I didn't know how to handle <laughs> like, it. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> really, like, this then, ice cream does not belong in this century. It's of the future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, of, of course, I, got, I don't know why I thought I could get away with it because I was the only guy in the entire park with a costume on. So oh, I, yeah. You could immediately point to the guy who made the mess. That wasn't me. That was not conspicuous <laughs> at all. No, no. Yeah. You need a better alibi than that. Uh, did you ever touch beaks? Kind of. I love that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I can't tell you why. No, I, yeah, I, no, we don't need to know. So no. that we, but we do have yeah, a fiance fian, of the pod. So yes, it got, it got I, us somewhere. I just don't. I just don't want uh, Paul of Adventureland to find out what happened. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him. Don't uh, you dare. I'm gonna tell him. Phoebe's at the pep rally too. Yeah. And oh yeah. Eric and Jack are so excited be? because they're like, "Oh, he's gonna give everyone bad news." But instead, uh, Jerry passed his test. He's playing. Yay! This is this is huge. I, I was really hyped when he I heard he passed the test. Yeah. Um. Did was didn't he get like literally the exact 65. score that he needed? Yeah, he got exactly yeah. what he needed, and it's so stupid. Feeney's just like, you know what? I was so focused on academia, I forgot all about school spirit. And I'm like, who the fuck is this Feeney? <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> Feeney's even matching his tie to the school's colors. That's how passionate wow. he is. When Feeney's getting laid, he is so much more relaxed yeah. with oh, yeah. the children and their grades. He's, He's getting so laid happy. right now. He's, He's he has married. a wife. Wow. He yeah. married the dean. The He's dean. getting it on the yeah, red. I don't remember what mm. the dean's name is, but Dean Bollinger. But the I don't dean. know what her first name is. The dean. The dean. <laughs> dean. Yeah. Dean. 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 Dean.
uh, Jack and Eric are really upset about it. Um, yeah, and like the bookies actually show up to this game for their five thousand dollar bet. Yeah, this is uh Danny. Danny sent us Danny yeah, the bookie. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. The goons, so the bookies goons. What are the odds? Is uh, the bookie is gambling Dan Jessica? Uh, pretty pretty high likelihood, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> gambling he Dan was just a college student. Yeah. Do you think that his business really took off and now he's a bookie? I think so. I think I why so for, you know he I just so plays on the college kids. <laughs> Good job for gambling, Dan. Uh, yeah. So they are now on the run because obviously they don't have five thousand dollars, five dimes to pay up. <laughs> five dimes. Yeah, five dimes. Yeah. And so they run. Uh, Topanka comes in and just says to the penguin, "Just don't speak. Just hug me." And so he does. <laughs> then he tries to grab her butt and yeah. she just punches him. And I'm like, okay, to be fair, you shouldn't have touched her butt, Penguin, but you did ask for the hug. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't yeah, have touched see, the butt. This you is another uh, Alfie Adventureland move. <laughs> you got to be careful when you ask me for a hug. <laughs> now, can, you can see the face within the penguin's mouth. So I feel like this is Topanga. To, you need to look closely, Topanga. <laughs> yes, always I'm look sure. a penguin in the mouth before you, <laughs> <laughs> before you go in for the hug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of the um, the episode of Sex and City where Miranda was crushing on a sandwich. She saw through <gasps> the thing. Yeah, where he kept oh. saying, eat me. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from Sex and City. <laughs> not yeah. really don't um, don't learn anything i do love the episode though where samantha's dating an older guy and she's like totally into it because he buys her tons of presents until they have sex and she sees his saggy old man butt and she's just like i'm done I can't. <laughs> that's it saggy I, I, penguin I could, yeah i get that <laughs> uh so yeah topanga and Corey get back together um uh, topanga knocks him on the ground and she's just like you know what nobody knows me better than you you mean everything to me i want to be with you forever i love you i want to be your wife uh she just says you know what something bad happens to us it can't change what we have now what we've always had you're right love is real we have to do everything we can to keep it alive and i just love Corey saying well you really haven't been doing that dear and then he gets knocked on the weird. ground he's like oh this is new yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's never felt the weight of topanga before <laughs> on him because she doesn't go near him yeah uh, ever. guy this is how they they say they're gonna be till together forever or until tomorrow, and they kiss, uh, and then like I don't know how they don't get crushed in a stand. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they're all these all these weirdo extras that are all awkwardly cheering as the football team marches out are very careful to avoid. Yeah, we're gonna go kill the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> and all that's left are just Topanga and Corey making out on the ground, and Sean and Angela making out on the one chair oh. in the room. <laughs> There's no couches. Mm -hmm. There's a single. <laughs> chair and they're yeah. sitting they took the it. couches with them yeah <laughs> that's so crazy the crowds are they, yeah. they yeah. take the couches for uh tailgating yeah, yeah but they <laughs> leave the single chair and One then we chair. get like honestly sarah we get something such a missed opportunity with this end credit scene they have yeah. so many times where they can make the call back to that farmhouse there oh and they don't do it, it. right there it was right there it was right there they're dressed up as Amish men. Yeah, because uh, Jack and Eric are on the run, as we said, and now they're uh, they have disguises, and they think that they're going to have to be on the run for the next fifty years. Makes sense, and unbelievably, yeah. the second episode in a row in which Eric holds a pitchfork. 
Yes. <laughs> I think this has to be like an ongoing theme for him. He's <laughs> now the pitchfork guy. Yeah, well, so many episodes he can make it in a row where he gets to hold a pitchfork at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I do love the way, for, for some reason, the way Eric shouts out like, Oh, oh, hey, Anna Nunadike. I wish to make out with thee. <laughs> really does crack me up, and she throws the pitchfork at him. But yep, Chuck and pitchforks, let's go. <laughs> uh, it's very, it's very silly. I do kind of wish we had the that farmhouse. Ah, it was yeah. just come on, you're yeah. in a carriage. It, this and the credit scene also just pales in comparison to the last one too. So yeah. it, it oh, just doesn't, doesn't really do it. Not even in the same league. Yeah, come on. Yeah. No, no. We have not seen an end credit scene that is better or um, before this nor after. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And those this are our two episodes. So much fun. I'm glad that you both chose this because these are fun episodes to talk about. They're not the creme de la creme of Boy Meets World episodes, but they're extremely fun and like funny to talk about. Yeah. So at least yeah, we they're, have they're creme. Yeah. Just creme. Just creme. Yeah. No, just creme. Creme. no yeah. creme. Just creme. Yep. Yeah, I had a very good time watching these episodes. Oh, so yeah. Once, good. like, as, as soon as we get past a certain point, like Egan always says, that season six is great and season seven is just like not like good quality, but it's just it's overly cartoonish and so fun. Yeah. And fun, fun is good TV too. Like, like you were saying yeah. earlier, Sarah. Like, you just need to sometimes let your walls down and just enjoy accept it for, the premise. Just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So as soon as we get, I get, I get past a certain point in the series, I. Love it no matter what it is. So uh, being asked to be back on for season seven, I didn't know what these episodes were, but I knew I was going to enjoy whatever I watched. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can't get I, over Eric hiding. It's so it's stupidly best. funny. It's the best. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's just the lesson is that I know that this isn't going to be like Shawshank Redemption style content, but just like <laughs> let's just have a really good fun time covering. Well, it's our last season, so we have yeah. to, right? Yeah, what, to which, which leads to me. Um, you both, um, Matt and Brendan, have been with us. I think for this is your third season third, covering. Yeah, it is. It and is. um, you know, as this is our last season of Boy Meets World, I'm just like, I just want to thank you, you both for being on this journey with us and supporting wow. us um, on this project and coming back for three seasons in a row. It's been amazing getting to know you both and Thank hopefully you. whatever project we have next or bonus content. I hope to see you both back soon. Um, but thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you for being thank a you so much. supporter. Thank Thanks you for, for always letting us come back. Yeah, so yeah, many times. I, mean, I will speak for both of us when I say we love you both so much. We love you too. <laughs> deep and dearly. Yeah, deep, um, deep and dearly. And yeah. I can't believe you guys had us back so many times. You guys really must love us back. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. You are, uh, you Eric, know, Angela's men. men. We got yeah. it. There it is. Tell us what uh, the Lonely Boys are up to and the Hoppy Boys and the, the Swifty Boys and all of us. All, all the boys. boys. Yeah, men. Oh, do we have to rebrand it to men? Or are we just I, ho boys? I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. Okay, it's gotta boys. be there'd be too, too much work now. to rebrand. Yeah. Of <laughs> course we have our, our, our main flagship show on over at a Lonely Boys Studio is is the Lonely Boys podcast itself, where we are breaking down uh, every episode of Gossip Girl. We are starting season three. We're actually gonna record season three, episode one tomorrow. And uh, that'll be released Ooh. later this week. So very exciting times. We are in uh Gossip Girl colon the college years. So that should be 
a lot of fun. We have a lot of great guests lined up for season three. Uh, you both, of course, will come on for season four when you when you pick out an episode. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask, like, I can't believe that we still haven't had, we've been on their show three times. What's funny you, is- It was the, overscheduled to a point where we haven't yeah. gotten them on. What's, what's funny is the first time we were on in season five, I had already had season three completely filled up. <laughs> so. Insane. <laughs> you're the master of scheduling that's what it is you're so, so prepared. funny so i just prepared. can't picture i just picture matt being like hey are you free in a year and a half when we're ready to cover this <laughs> yeah that's, yeah, that's why i had to put a pause i'm like i cannot start scheduling two seasons in advance i really need to stop this <laughs> yeah because people, really, people would be like having like guest deaths at some point if we keep scheduling out too far <laughs> people have been like i want to be on the podcast but i'm like so busy right now so let me just do the next season i'm like oh don't you worry if you're busy right now the next available episode isn't for another 10 months so you i'll just put you down for that one and they're like oh yeah sure in that case <laughs> anyway so, so if you love gossip girl and you love us you'll love the podcast we love gossip girl. um we are also uh what do we do over at the, on the on the patreon we do oc but we do, we a, do the you, could, you could take it from here patreon? yeah we, we have we have a patreon we need to get working on the other games a little bit more free we're gonna come in heavy with some oc content for you guys we also just on the main feed before we got back into gossip girl we just released an amazing um Demi Lovato's newest album recap that we did with Mal Gorey. Um, I think that was just like fun to do. Uh, so if you guys want to check out some weird content that we do in the off seasons, check that stuff out. Um, me and also girlfriend, oh, not girlfriend, oh Mal, what a Freudian slip. Mm. Fiance <laughs> the Pod are starting a new podcast that's coming out October 1st, wherever you get your podcast called Over the Garden Pod, where we are covering all of Over the Garden Wall whoever knows what that show is, but I love it. It's a, it's a famous uh, Halloween themed Cartoon Network show that kind of looks like Adventure Time a little bit. Uh, it's 10 episodes long, 11 minutes each episode. Elijah Wood stars in it. It's Ooh. an amazing show. It's a great Halloween quick, like one night binge. One of my favorite shows ever. So that'll be released October 1st. And we're just going to release them uh, every weekday until all 10 episodes are over. So quick oh, little, October little bites. Oh, every weekday, every so weekday. Until- Monday through Fridays, but they're they're gonna be like twenty minute episodes, like really quick ones. So that sounds amazing. That yeah, it's a lot of a fun little little uh, mini series. For... Amazing! That sounds so great. Um, thank you both again. Uh, what do we have going on? We have so we are starting our season five coverage of Dawson's Creek. Obviously, we continue to do Boy Meets World weekly as well. Um, for September, we had Cruel Intentions with Chappelle for bonus content. Such a fun podcast. Check that out. Later in the month, we are welcoming back our friend Karen from Canada to cover Goofy Movie 2 because we did Whoa. Goofy Movie 1. I and love Goofy I love Movie the, 2. I love Goofy 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 movie I, two. I love Goofy Movie 1. Oh, that's good. But I think Goofy <laughs> Movie 2 is even better. No, well, I'm sorry. I, once again, love, I love the college years. So that's we got to get into Goofy Movie Oh, two. wait, is Goofy Movie 2 the Leaning Tower of Cheese? No, that's or the is first that one. We already covered that. Yeah. We did. I forgot. <laughs> I know it's been over. There's no way Please listen into our Goofy Movie 1 podcast where we can talk about Jessica really loving that. Leaning Tower of Cheese. You really, really liked line. it, Jess. Thank I promise you. you. A year Thank plus you. ago, you loved it. I'm sure I did. Um, oh, and then next month is October. So talking about spooky, spooky season. And I think that we're planning on uh, like three Halloweeny. We're gonna podcasts. try. I have a vacation. I'm screaming. Hey, no, we're well, doing so. it. Okay, Whoa. we're okay. doing it. Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, the Jersey accent started coming out. That we're only doing comes it. out. <laughs> doesn't come out often, but it comes Her out. Her inner George Steinbrenner came out. <laughs> 
so we are doing it. Uh, you can find us at Shit 90s Pod on Twitter, Instagram, www.shit90spod.com. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson. You can find me at the Just Sterling. Of course, I'm also covering community over on Community Building with Josh Wiggler. We are wrapping up season three very shortly, which is exciting news for us. Um, I'm also covering the new Hulu show called Reboot. The first three episodes just dropped. Mm. It's basically all about um a sitcom that is going to get rebooted on Hulu. It's very oh, that looks fun. good. I saw oh. an ad for that. That looks. I've good. watched the first three episodes they're really funny i That's highly cool. recommend it uh keegan michael key is in it judy greer is in it johnny knoxville is in it which feels like oh, he's so he's so cool johnny yeah, is Ra- cool. rachel bloom is in it it's really fun um it, it just it's very quick as well they're like what like 25 minute episodes on hulu so um i'm covering that show with adam h over on post show recap so check that out as well in our binge show recaps feed I think that's all I have going wow. on at the moment. That's a lot of content between the four of us. Great job, guys. It's a yeah. lot going yeah. on. And yeah. everyone is expected to listen to all of it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, listen else. to everything. Yeah. Exactly. And if you don't, then you're you're not one of the men. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you wouldn't want that, would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, next week, we're coming back with Boy Meets World. We're going to be covering another two episodes, five and six. You light up my union and they're killing us. And we're going to have a special guest on that one as well. This Just assume that every week we're going to have guests because it's our final season and we got to have guests on every week. Guests over it. here, guests over there, yeah, guests everywhere. Gotta, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it. So that's next week's content. So yeah, find us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. Send in emails, Shit90sPod at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear your voice. Shit90sPod.com, you could do that. You'll find ways to reach out to us. Give us five-star review because we love those things. We love when yeah. people give us. Only if you're feeling nice. Only, oh, obviously. We don't want negative reviews. That's rude. Um, Unless you do a five-star review, but then you talk shit. That's oh, fine. Oh, talk yeah. shit in your five-star review. Please. Absolutely. Yeah, like, these girls fine. are fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> yes, obviously. Nice to meet you. Uh, Yeah, that's all we have. Thank you guys so much for coming back on for our final season of Boy Meets World. We had so of much course. fun. Of course. It was a pleasure. Yeah, As I had always. a blast. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.